Hi, this is KS Garner, and you're listening to the Solo Nerdbird Podcast. And today I am joined once again by my dear old dad for the review of The Old Guard, uh, currently on Netflix. So The Old Guard is like a suspense, thriller, action-type movie. Um, it's a group of mercenaries, all centuries-old immortals, with the ability to heal themselves, discover someone is onto their secret, and they must fight to protect their freedom. The initial release was July 10th of 2020, directed by Gina Price Blythewood. Blythewood? I think it was Blythewood on the credits. Anyway, so yeah, that's where we're um, here to talk about. So, did you like the movie? How was it for you? It was okay. It was okay. I liked it. I won't watch it again. Okay, so it has a, out of 10, it has a 6.7 rating from I... MDB and 81 percentage on um, Rotten Tomatoes. You think that's fair? Yes. Yeah, I want to. When I saw it, I mean, it has 95 percent liked um, from Google users. But when I saw, it, I was like, uh, I mean, I liked like the action sequence, how the group operated together. I liked that. Um, the theme of immortality, I liked that too. Um, but, yeah, I mean, the acting wasn't that great, but I don't think people were watching it for its acting. Yeah, Charlize Theron in it, so, I mean, that's as good as acting you're going to get. Well, she produced it, so. Well, there you go. Makes more sense now. So what did you like about the movie? It has some good fight sequences in it. But, um... <clears throat> you know, it's the same old, you know, betrayal from, you know, outside betrayal within, you know, love story amongst, um, I guess you could say one another within their, within their group. And of course, you know, the newbie in this particular case is not somebody that's you know uh, hilarious or comedic you know somebody making a bunch of dumb puns or something like that you know military soldier per se you know that uh, decided to uh, grow up right at the end mm. you know and be a part of you know, the inevitable, so to speak. You know, but it was kind of curious. Um, as to when you bring somebody new in, it looked more along the lines of somebody new comes about, somebody old's got to go. And apparently, from the looks of it, the, the oldest one, you know, nobody really knows how old she is. I know how old she is. But folks don't know how old she is. I mm-hmm. mean, really. I mean, they can guess. But, yeah. It kind of reminded me of... She's um, really old. Yeah, it kind of reminded me of... Um, do you remember in Saving Private Ryan, Tom Hanks' character, nobody knew what he did for a living. Like, he was... He had been a part of, I guess, the troop for so long... 
that nobody knew what he did for a living and they always took back to him and then he finally at some point towards the end he finally said that he was um, a school teacher and no one could have ever thought that that's what he did for a living because he was so good at commanding and, and leading the, the troop and um, he was so good in combat it's one of those instances here too where the leader um, at, in this movie it's more about her age than um, what she can do out in the in the field and amongst the um, the whole gang of mercenaries so I thought that was interesting um, so there's some themes that I, I thought of when I was watching the um, movie and I thought we could talk about so we already touched on um, betrayal um, family and companionship in a way so the troop is like their own family like with the new girl that came in um, she couldn't she still had her family whereas everyone else was too old she still had her so it was she was really conflicted about you know should I get in contact with them how can I get in contact with them which I thought was interesting um, compared to the couple that was amongst the mercenaries whereas the other two because it was four originally so you have two that are together and then two that were you know always complaining um, one character said that they live with their grief like they always sat in their grief they were always alone so what do you think about that? That's a, all of that's a choice. You know, once you accept your your current situation, so to speak, because the current situation for them is going to be a very long time. From there, you choose what it is you're going to do. Grief. You shouldn't really have no grief that's going to last, you know, as long as you do. Regrets, maybe. With a bunch of grief, no, they they chose they chose that particular path they on. You know, they could have went and you know live, you know, even longer without all that violence in a country that's not as developed. Um, yeah, they created their own grief. That's some, that's some garbage. Yeah, I liked how the couple, how they chose each other, and it's nice to see that even in a situation where the other two, um, like you said, are living with their regrets, living in the past, um, these the, the couple were able to find light in the darkness, were able to come and, and join in love, pretty much. Like, they knew they're going to be, they, they know they're going to be alive for a really long time. And it's nice that they found each other and comfort in one another. And I also want to bring up what you said about the newbie, about how, you know, it, she she's not the com, uh, the comic relief that we normally see when a newbie comes in. I felt like she brought balance. Um, she reminded a lot of the older members of the group of um, their humanity, in a way, that it's still there. And the people around you, um, they matter as well. It's not like one of the characters, I don't want to say who it was, didn't care about what happened in the world. You know, um, they felt like the world could burn for all they cared. Like, nothing that they do 
matters. Whereas when a new person came in, she told him that like it, it does matter. Even though you don't see it, it's happening in the world around you. Um, and she still had faith too as well, whereas the other members were more like atheists. But again, she was new. She hadn't been around. She had just recently discovered her um, immortal ability versus they've all known for hundreds of years. A little bit longer than that. Hundreds and hundreds of years. <laughs> um, A very long time. I wanted to discuss um, discuss cure-alls. So you know the theme of cure-alls in like books and movies about how um, someone finds a, a cure for cancer or in this case um, immortality whereas they wanted to live try to find it and make it into a drug to um, increase human life by 10, 20, 30 years when I heard when I thought of that when I think of cure-alls I think back to um, like the seminar that I attended for the book fest that we have annually here in, in Baltimore and the panel was full of disabled authors some had visible disabilities some had invisible disabilities visible disabilities someone who's blind they have a cane they have an eye-seeing dog um, someone with an invisible invisible disability they talked about um, like what is it bipolar disorder having manic episodes and chronic um, disabilities which can be physically crippling sometimes but no one can really tell that you have a chronic disorder unless you say that you do but what I want to bring up with cure-alls is that when you cure something there has to be some type of consequence to that cure in a way so what they were saying was in the panel like you can cure my blindness but I would have to relearn everything all over again in this case they went to cure diseases such as cancer or um, ALS or you know whatever it may be increased longevity and whatnot and what do you what do you think about that with cure-alls no good deed goes unpunished as simple as that no good deed goes unpunished Yeah, it has to, it, something has to be paid for. Something has to be paid for everything. Uh -huh. uh, the best cure for all ailments is what goes into, you know, your body. You know, I'm not talking about just what we ingest through, you know, food, and liquids, things of that nature. I'm talking about just what we ingest through the air, um, you know. And from all this industrial, you know, poison that's in the air, that that brings about a, a another set of germs and things that comes in through our skin, our biggest pore. So, you know, either we being poisoned one way or the other, you know, by outside forces or by self. So you know, if you want to start curing some stuff, you had to you had to be mindful of what you ingest. 
But in this particular case with this right here, I, again, it's, it's one of the same old, you know, you got a few different things wrapped up in one to bring this story to life. You know. <laughs> um, what's the character that paid uh, uh, Harry Potter's cousin? Yeah, um, Merrick. Merrick. Well, yeah, he he's just he plays this character, and he's just he's going off the deep end. From I see a little bit of that old character in in his acting style, um, but again, it's the same old adage of uh, you know I want to rule the world, and this is this is the um, vehicle that I'm going to use, you know. Um, uh, med medication. Big pharma. Yeah, big pharma. Mm -hmm. Big big pharma. Rule the world. What did you see in the movie Trust? Not that it was not betrayal, but trust amongst the the group of people. They all they all um the last member, she was the last one to instill trust in the team you know but the team itself the original four they all trusted one another you know uh, betrayal only comes from within you can't you can't be betrayed by a stranger mm -hmm. you know you can only be betrayed by someone within a, a, a friend or a family member loved one and, but they all trusted one another. All, all four trusted one another. So, but uh, towards the end, yeah, she was the the last member. I'm sorry, I can't think of her name offhand. The last member. Um, Nile. Yeah. The the team had earned her trust. Do you think trust comes with time or with action? Both. Both, maybe a little bit of both. Yeah, both. Because mm -hmm. betrayal comes from someone from from within, someone they've spent time with, but trust was instilled by someone that they didn't spend a whole lot of time with, but her actions proved that she was trustworthy. Okay. Does it make sense, or do you feel different? You, you got to keep in mind it's a movie, so all things are condensed. I mean, yeah, yeah. In in, you know, in a movie, yeah, all it's things different. are condensed. It, again, once she started to realize more and more that this was going to be her current situation. Well, this was her current situation for for an uncertain amount of time. Then, of course, and watching how the team. Um, you know, conducted themselves. You know, all of those things played a part in uh, her giving her trust, <clears throat> them earning her trust, I'm sorry. And then to see or come to realize that there was a betrayal. Yeah, I mean, it was, again, it was a, it was a number of things that, that, that brought her to, to that particular point of, of trusting mm -hmm. you know she can see the passion 
that uh, they have for one another, the love and the passion that they have for one another, um, the things that they were that they were doing, the things that they had done, and then uh, once she come to find out that there was a betrayal taking place, you know, the the switch just sort of kind of went off, and she could have went either to the left or to the right. She could have kept going in a direction to where, as you could say, she was basically abandoning, abandoning the team, but she chose to stay with the team and, you know, save them. Where do you see promises and intimacy being portrayed in the movie? Promises. Ooh. <laughs> promises that are made and then some of them that are broken, some of them that are hollow. I didn't really see a whole lot of hollow promises. But the promise that um, she made to the first one she found. Mm -hmm. And they spent a long time together, hundreds of years together. And <clears throat> when they got hung, I'm, I'm trying not to give away too much. When they, when, they, when they got separated and, you know, she never went to find her. That was that was a big promise that she that she had a, a broken. Yeah, I think she she I, did, but she gave up. She I think she said she gave up after uh, a while. You got forever, which you yeah. you know. But at the same time, if you can still think about it, and you're in in modern times, this is this is a way better opportunity to go seek and find. You have greater success in in this modern society. Than you did a, th uh, a thousand years ago, mm. you know. So, you know, try to try to go find dinosaur bones, you know, five hundred years ago. That's not going to happen today. Yeah, you can you can almost find a dinosaur bone in your own backyard. Mm. So, but. Now, intimacy, eh, I, I, I didn't, I didn't, nah, I didn't really see it all about it. I mean, he touched on it, but the, you know, couple from today and the couple from a hundred years, hundreds of years ago, you know, you, you can draw that particular conclusion, but other than that, I didn't really see any or even hollow promises being made. Um, just just some intimacy and also some intimacy based off of communication. You know, certain certain things being expressed. Mm -hmm. You know, from time gone past and what they what they've some of the things they've had to experience 
in their lifetime. Yeah, things being shared amongst one another, even though it's still feels fresh for them. Um, I I asked about intimacy because I kind of liked how um, the director showed intimacy, specifically with the couple. It wasn't anything explicit. It was just some normal behavior between people who loved one another. You know, sharing a bed with no, with one another, they're just simply sleeping, but one is wrapped in the other person's arms, or they when, were spooning, <laughs> spooning. Um, um, when one of them dies, the the other one, they all waited to see when the other person would get up after they died. But when for this couple, when one of them died and the other one woke up before the other, they would wait and then, you know, putting their heads together with one another, um, openly expressing how they feel about each other was really nice. It's just you don't really get to see any of that because normally it with when couples are shown on screen on the media, it's very explicit in a way. It's either it's nothing there at all or it's really out there. And... This was, it's there and it wasn't, they weren't trying to hide it either, but it was nicely, it was nicely done in my opinion. It was nice and not subtle, but it was everyday behavior, which is something I know other people enjoy too, because it wasn't like a stereotype between the two, because they're both, I think one is supposed to be Muslim and the other one is Italian or something like that, which was nice to see. And um, lastly is... The theme of time. Obviously, they, them being immortal, they have all the time in the world. But how do they use their time? How do they feel about the time that they have? I mean, obviously, they're mercenaries who fight for what they believe is right. But even when they do that, is do they even want to? For like two of them, they felt like they didn't even really want to. Until Niall came in, the newbie that came in that brought balance, that brought back their humanity that they may have lost hundreds of years ago because they have nothing but time on their hands. It happens, mm -hmm. even though they don't know when they're going to die. Everybody experiences burnout. I mean, how many times can you be killed? And before you say, you know, I'm done. I'm, I'm, I'm tired. I mean, I'm, I'm tired. You've been, you've been a soldier all of your existence. That's what it feels like. When do you say I'm tired? When do you say I'm done? You know, so, of course, it was something that they chose. They could have... chosen far more and greater options than the one that they chose. Um, from the time when those I know three possibly all four you know had found out about their condition you know they could have just like any of them other crooks um, 
in in them wars where they you know pillaged and robbed and you know just just along the lines of where the, the term old money comes from you know they they could have they could have got all kinds of riches and they could have been living a, a completely separate life but apparently what they're still doing is what's in them that is what they choose to do you know which is like I said which I don't I don't understand the whole you know living with their grief I thought that's a choice but again that's the story I don't you know I, that, that's the story that's just how that it goes mm-hmm. so you know and I'm quite sure um the movie goes along the, the the lines of you know the writings. You know, a lot of folks aren't gonna aren't gonna read the writings, and they'll never know how old she is. She's very old. I'm pretty sure there's some people that will go back. Some to, people, yeah, they're like in like the Easter egg or something like that. Some people, mm-hmm. some you said it right, some. And that's only because of the movie. But other than that, then they'll probably only do it to find out how old she is. That's it. But again, you got to figure, you know, those particular writings. And and people people don't question that. You know, they they they're not gonna, they're not gonna sit around and question that. That that they'll sit and they'll read it. Every, and and just go along with it and be like, wow, this is very interesting. This is what they do. This is how they are. But the writings have a lot more context to it. So, of course, you know, things just flow. So, but other than that, I mean, I would watch it again. You know, it has some, some good action to it. I'm very curious as to if there's going to be another one. Um, I believe it is. I believe there's rumors of another one. But it probably won't be for another two years because movie production is not starting back up again, I think, until like the fall. With a lot of movies and TV shows and stuff like that. No, well, so probably like another, maybe another two years. Perhaps. 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 Yes. Yeah. We'll see. I mean, how they set it up in the end, I mean, they have to. No, I mean, like I said, we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see if there's any any people left in two years to do a film. <laughs> all that money they make, all that money they they lost. I mean, they don't make enough somehow. So, but yeah, that's those are our thoughts. Any last words? Anything else you want to add? No. No. I think the ratings that we saw. It being like 85% or wherever it was on Rotten Tomatoes. I think that's fair. Because I was like, when I saw the movie, I was like, eh. There were some parts in the movie. I was like, oh, wow. I think, like, it's, I think that's too high. I mean, how everybody was ranting and raving about it. You would have thought this was... That's no different than any other movie. You know, how it, I mean, there were some movies. I'm like, okay, this is, was this was really good. But this one, I was like... I mean, then again, you got to think. This is a Netflix movie. So... Netflix movies haven't. It's no different than any advertiser for any other movie. No, it, I didn't. Say, no, it was more of I saw this film because a lot of other people, not anything that I saw on TV uh-huh. or anything like that, it's from what other people were saying, and I thought this would be interesting 
to talk about. I mean, I liked it, and I would recommend it for someone to look at it, especially if they're into things like immortality. But other than that, I mean, I, I thought it was okay. I give it like a out of 10 like that. Like I mean it has some good it has some good action it the story for a movie the story might need to be a little bit more in depth um, per se maybe not as deep as the book but as far as the movie goes you know, <clears throat> excuse me. A lot more things might need. A lot more things need to be explained out, especially as far as all immortality movies. Everybody knows once you become an immortal, you know, all your friends and family they're gonna die off. All your loved ones they're gonna die off. You can't have no kids, and you 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 destined to roam the earth for an un- undetermined amount of time. Mm-hmm. That's that's all immortal movies, all of them. So, of course, young lady had a hard time grasping that concept. And, you know, myself, I, I, I see it as it, it's something that could have been explained in more detail. In my mind's eye. And I didn't understand the fact how, you know... When she's out, basically on a on a battlefield, they just want to snatch her up and lock her up. You know, she should have been in a medical facility. You know, from the time she from the time she got back to boots on the ground, it was like, whoa, no, we there's a problem. You know, and she would have been under a uh, watchful eye you know from that point when she, when she put them boots back on the ground so I mean again being of a military nature I mean that's just common sense that, I, I, that's just common sense but again it had to play into the story that's my opinion that's my two cents um, I'm, I'm Roger Ebert <laughs> you know so but yeah, I'm not a story writer or even a storyteller. Uh, it, it was it was okay. It was okay. It was it was worth watching. You know, it wasn't time wasted. Yeah, I didn't feel like when I watched it, I was like, oh, I just wasted two hours of my life. No, it was. I, I enjoyed it. It was nice. It was a nice little. Yeah, it was okay. Way to kill two hours. Yeah. And again, like you said, the action sequence for it. Really, I really enjoyed the action sequences. There were some scenes I was like, whoa, with the fighting and stuff like that. Yeah, the action was good. I mean, it wasn't too far fetched. It was, it was getting close. We, we gotta, we gotta keep all that stuff in mind. It, I mean, it was getting close. You know, it wasn't no ultraviolet. You know, was, that was anyway. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but it was, it was, it was starting to get close. Um. But it was, but there were, there were some good action sequences, and that's about it. That's about it. Again, that's my two cents. Yeah. So, again, that was the uh, movie that is currently playing on Netflix. It was called The Old Guard. It's actually based off of um, a book, I believe. 
So if you're interested in learning more, it would go back and do your own reading. Or you can just watch it again. Or wait for the sequel, which probably won't come out for at least another two or three years because of the current plague that we're living in. But again, thank you for listening. This has been KS Garner again with her dear old dad. <laughs> and you have been listening to the Solo Nerdbird Podcast. Thank you.